listening to The Lovish Podcast, and I'm your host, Sita Hood, a licensed clinical social worker. Each week, I'm going to help you to develop the belief and strategy necessary to make an immediate impact on the world by deep diving into topics like mental wellness, faith, relationships, and love. I should mention before we hop into the show, this is not a substitute for our relationship with a licensed therapist. You ready? Let's get it. What's up? What's up? Welcome back for another episode of the Lovish Podcast. It is your host here, Sita Hood, vision architect and licensed therapist. It is a pleasure to be recording another podcast episode for you. So I'm not going to waste any time this week. I want to jump right on into our topic. I'm asking you to explore the question, who do you want to be? You're frustrated with yourself because you haven't decided who you want to be. You're envious of people that you see online or maybe even some people that, you know, you work with or you go to church with or your cousins, family, etc. But the reality is you could choose to be anyone that you want to be. The only thing that's stopping you is that you won't actually make the choice. Why are you afraid to make the choice? Why are you afraid to commit to you? You commit to all these other things, all these other people, but you won't commit to you. And I want you to explore why that is. Nobody can decide who you are. Like even if they call you names, even if they talk about you, even if they have stories that they you know, make up about you, you have to choose to let that thing be true or to turn those people into liars. I want you to consider those people. Maybe it was really easy to spot in elementary school, those people who said, oh, she can't read or she can't do this or she can't do that. And your first thought might have been, watch this, I'm about to show them. I'm faster than them in this race. I'm about to show them I do know how to read. I don't know who they think they talking to or talking about. And then somewhere along the line in your adult life, you stopped fighting to prove people wrong. And you started to accept what they said as reality. Oh, she's not smart enough for that promotion. Oh, she's never going to make it doing X, Y, Z. And my question is, why did you choose to let that be your reality? Why did you choose to believe that what people said about you was true? Why, or even at what age, did you decide you weren't going to fight back when people said, no, you don't deserve that promotion or, oh, you know, you're not really smart enough for those types of things or nah, you can't really live in this neighborhood because of whatever. Like at what point did you decide, well, dang, if they said that about me, then it must be true. Maybe it was somebody that you looked up to who said those things to you. And maybe that's why it hurts so much to reject that. But you still have the power to reject that from being your truth. It's only a matter of your choice. So what are you going to choose today? 
I want to give you three tips for figuring out who it is you want to be because you get to decide. That's the beauty of life. Once you (laughs) are an adult, you get to decide what your reality looks like, what your life looks like, and who you want to be, even if that's a completely different person than who you've been. So the first thing I want to tell you is stop getting angry with yourself for who you are at this moment. If you are a faithful podcast listener, then you know that I have said this plenty of times. Stop getting angry with yourself for who you are. Stop beating yourself up because you didn't start that new workout regimen. And it seems like, let's just say, Brittany is always hitting up the gym. There's a million reasons why you couldn't get to the gym, whether you can see it or not. And most of the time, we are not really addressing our anxiety or life things that come up that prevent us from reaching our goals. This is one of the things that I work with people on when we're creating strategies for accomplishing larger visions. You have to have a strategy. You can't just look at something and be like, yeah, I want this to happen. I want this thing to come true. So I'm about to do X, Y, Z. Yes, you can have a goal, but you need a strategy to hit those marks, to hit those personal KPIs, which are key performance indicators. And in order to hit those KPIs, you need a system. You need a strategy. So if you haven't developed a strategy or a system that is specific to you, then you're probably going to keep on fumbling and you're going to categorize it as I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I can't do this. When in reality, those things are not true. You just didn't have a well-oiled system, a functioning system or strategy in place. So... Let's go back to that example of one of the million reasons why maybe you couldn't get to the gym. Maybe you didn't start the new workout regimen because you're in the middle of a huge project with your job and you were absolutely exhausted at the end of the night. You could barely keep your eyes open to complete whatever it is you were supposed to complete for work. But maybe Brittany has so much time to go to the gym because she just lost her job and maybe she wishes that she was working. Another example of this, perhaps you're struggling to forgive yourself for who you've been in the past and you're still hanging on to or accepting old narratives and you're not even really necessarily aware of it. So perhaps an old narrative that's been floating around in your head has been that you leave other people to do all the work for you. Maybe somebody said that to you at some point or another in your life. Maybe on a job, somebody said that to you. Maybe your sibling said that to you. But in reality, maybe it was never about leaving other people to do the work for you. But maybe the truth is that you never really learned to use your voice because as a child, you were taught that your voice didn't matter. Do you see how that changes the way that you see the situation? These are two very different thought processes. Your experiences are distinctly different and that's relevant to who you are today. I said it many times on this podcast, who you were, the version of you that needed to exist in order for you to survive, that version You got to show some gratitude and some love for those parts of you that were necessary in helping you reach this point in your journey today. 
because it matters. All of your experiences are relevant to who you are at this very moment. So you have to stop being upset with yourself for who you are, for where you are in life, for the fact that you haven't achieved more, you don't have more, you blah, blah, blah. When you do that, most often you negate all the other amazing accomplishments that you have behind you. We have to pause and celebrate in the moment for the things that we've done and for the parts of us that needed to exist to get us to where we are today. So for example, as a last example, a woman that has stretch marks, she might feel ashamed that she has stretch marks and maybe those stretch marks came from a baby or something like that, but there is still gratitude for the fact that she carried life or gratitude for the fact that this body that I'm sporting, even if I've never birthed a baby and I have stretch marks, this body is keeping me alive. This body is helping me to accomplish purpose each and every day. And so there needs to be gratitude for that. Before we continue, I'm going to pause and we're going to have a word from our sponsor for this episode. Have you been playing small, building someone else's dream while yours slowly dies inside of you? When you walk through the candle aisle of Target with your Starbucks in your hand, dreaming of your next season, you wonder if it's actually possible. You're tired of living the same mediocre cycle. You take the kids to school. You go to a job you're great at, but you feel miserable working at. You pick up the kids. You make dinner. You spend some time with your loved ones. You go to bed and you start the same cycle all over again. What would your kids say if they could see you hiding? How long are you going to hold on to the illusion of who people say you are? I'm Sita Hood, vision architect, but licensed therapist by trade. And I help women to take their big ideas from the dreamer stage into a tangible reality. I want to invite you to activate your influence. I want to invite you to join Activate, a 90-day accelerator for visionary women. Inside of Activate, you're going to learn how to clarify your vision, curate your wellness routines, command your day, and confidently impact any environment you walk into. Aren't you tired of playing small? When's the last time you truly bet on yourself? I want to invite you to level up. Click the link in the show notes to learn more. When are you going to stop pretending like you're superwoman? Yes, I know you believe if you don't do it, it won't get done. Take a deep breath and pause with me for a moment here. You're doing too much. You know it and I know it. Let's stop pretending and get you some relief starting today. Do you set weekly wellness goals? If not, you've got to start. No more leaving yourself last on your to-do list. I want you to download the Confident Bay app and start using the weekly wellness tracker now. It's 100% free to use and it comes with a digital journal to help you process thoughts and feelings on the go. You can even meet a tribe of like-minded women inside of Bay's Digital Cafe. I'm serious. Take off your cape, take a deep breath, and download the app at thepinkemerald.com forward slash app or hit the link in the show notes. 
Okay, so the next thing I want you to do is to stop accepting upgraded versions of the same toxic people, habits, and ideals. We think that we have taken out the trash, gotten rid of quotation mark, bad energy, bad vibes, whatever you want to say that's like culturally popular right now or protecting our peace. Y'all know how I feel about that. But in reality, you just accepted an upgraded version. It's like when they're trying to sell you a phone, you know, nowadays, if you don't buy your phone straight out, then you just have to like pay for it monthly. And if you are at the end of your contract, what are they trying to do? They're trying to get you to get an upgraded version of that phone, right? Nine times out of 10 or a different phone. They want you to upgrade. So it's the same thing when we have not healed properly, when we have not grown. You just been upgraded. And that's the sad reality that we don't want to face. I feel like the internet went through a wave where we were in our whole little cutoff culture, releasing things that are toxic for me, protecting my peace. And now we believe, maybe falsely, I'm not saying that this applies for everybody, but maybe falsely, we believe that we have released all of that and that we're good. But in reality, you just accepted the upgraded versions of that toxicity in your life. So for example, maybe you don't smoke an entire pack of cigarettes a day anymore, but now you go through an entire six pack every night. That's not necessarily the healthiest replacement. Or let's say that you broke up with a toxic boyfriend who's controlling in several different ways, but you broke up with him a couple of years ago. But now you have this person that you consider to be a friend who maybe doesn't curse you out, is not, you know, hitting you or breaking your stuff or doing all these toxic things and isn't even rude, to be honest. Like they use a very sweet tone with you, but they are extremely controlling in the relationship. And they expect you to be responsible for their feelings 24-7. That's just an upgraded version of what you thought you got rid of. And only you know whether you accepted an upgraded version of toxic people, toxic habits, or toxic ideals, or whether you've actually healed. We have to be willing to do the work to say, have I just accepted a upgraded version of the same thing. And I think in reality, the truth is we keep accepting toxic versions of our past until we can really shake the residue of that thing off of us. And truly that takes deliverance and the power of the Holy Spirit along with active work on yourself. And I have to say both of those things because both are equally as important. You have people that lean heavily on the, I'm working on me, I'm doing me portion. And that's great. You should do that. But you can't do the full transformation without the power of the Holy Spirit. And then of course, you know, you have people that are all the way on the other side. I'm just going to pray and 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 then God is going to magically just like make this better. But that's not how it works, right? We have to do both. The Bible says faith without works is dead. So we have to have a combination effect of both the power of the Holy Spirit and deliverance and then active work. You have to be self-aware and you have to be open to alternative perspectives. Your perspective is not the best perspective in the world all the time. It's on all the topics. It's simply not. And in, in, in learning to be self-aware, 
some of the questions that you have to ask yourself is, what is the underlying emotion that I am attempting to mask with these toxic habits, people, or ideals? What need is this meeting in me to do this thing or to have this relationship? So often we don't ask ourselves that very important question. And that question likely will take us sitting down and being very intentional about what the answer is to that question, because it's not just going to be something we can come up with off the top of our heads. The last thing I want you to do is to stop being afraid to try. Date yourself experience life. Don't wait for seemingly perfect moments to be engaged with life. Way too often, a lot of times I feel like we're unaware, way too often we are delaying life, hoping for a better circumstance, a better situation, a better outcome. Live now. I'm talking to you. Live now. Don't wait. Live your life now and live it with conviction. And I know that there's fear in saying, I want to live my life with conviction and I want to live fully, wholeheartedly, passionately, authentically, because there's always the underlying question, but what if I'm wrong about something? Here's the hard truth. You are wrong about some things (laughs) and you're going to continue to be wrong about some things because you're not perfect. But the thing is, if we're always in this phase of becoming the next version of ourselves, the wiser version of ourselves and wiser due to life experiences and wisdom from the Holy Spirit, then we have to accept that in living with conviction, that also means that we will make mistakes and that is perfectly okay. That's called being human. (laughs) That's called having flaws. That's called being vulnerable. It's called life. I want you to pause with me for a moment. And I want you to think, what is your ideal life? Why is this ideal life important to you? What would it mean for you to achieve this ideal life? And then spiritually, because we always got to check our motives, how does this contribute to your God-given purpose and your assignment? How does you living this ideal life bring glory and honor to God? Pause and reflect on those questions today. Girl, what you been listening to? What you been watching? What you been reading? Media Queens, what's up? Welcome back to the part of the show where I talk to you about what I've been listening, watching, reading, okay? And what I've been learning. You know that I was into The Last Kingdom, I think the last time we did a Media Queen, And spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, right? So now you've got your time (laughs) to fast forward past this part of the episode. Um, Right along with the topic of deciding who you want to be. I think a good example of that is in the last kingdom, Uhtred. Uhtred decided who he wanted to be. 
if you think about all five seasons, everybody kept telling Uhtred who he was, where he belonged, why he was loyal to this person, what that made him. You are a Dane. No, you are a Saxon. Uhtred decided I am both Dane and Saxon. This is who I am. And I am Uhtred of Bebemba. Right? Come on, Uhtred. Yes, I felt that. <laughs> but seriously, it took Uhtred years before he saw the physical manifestation of becoming who he said he was. But he was committed to that vision of who he was, committed to who he said he was, committed to his goal of becoming that person. And he had a lot of strategies to try to get there. But a lot of times those strategies were unsuccessful. He would come close and then fail in his attempt. But at the end of the day, he was who he said he was because he believed that he was who he said he was. He said that I am Uhtred of Bebemba. And by the end of the show, he was Uhtred of Bebemba. Everything that he said he would do, he did unless he has some justification or some reason for why he didn't want to do that. So this entire episode, I'm trying to get you to be like Uhtred. I'm trying to get you to commit to who you say you want to be, to commit to the version of you that you want to become. All right. I hope that you have enjoyed this week's episode of the Lovish Podcast. In today's episode, I gave you three tips for figuring out who you want to be. And I hope that you will make the decision to commit to that person. One of the tips was to stop getting angry with yourself for who you are in this moment. The second tip was to stop accepting upgraded versions of the same toxicity. And the final tip was to stop being afraid to try to experience life in the moment here and now, because tomorrow is not promised. If you enjoy this week's episode, share the love, share it with your mama, share it with your auntie, share it with your cousin, share it with your best friend. And then I would love for you to head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Reviews help the podcast to grow. That is all I have for you this week. And I will see you out in these social media streets.